That's how it all gets started here at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy. Just one drink. Welcome to Cross the Line 1524. We're recording with a live audience as usual. Sit back, relax, and join Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and myself, Alan Stanger, for the Common Man's Podcast. Cross the Line 1524. Somebody I can't believe that don't pick up. I does. I can hear it through the headphones. Does. I'm hearing it through my headset. Well, we'll yeah. find out because I'm recording right now. <laughs> yeah. So welcome to Across the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. We're the 15 side. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hunt. And we're the 24 side. Guys, how's it going? Good. Long couple it's weeks here. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's been a busy day. Yeah, it's been a busy, busy week. Crazy weather. Yeah. yeah. So, so did you guys get enough to eat tonight? <laughs> Lord. I'm oh my goodness. I gotta get Margie's recipe for her healthy, her healthy living. What I'd like to know is it started out as wings, so we do have wings, which are awesome. But then there's all this other stuff. Oh, I'm it's telling like, you, yeah, man, it's all good stuff. You know, it's funny you mentioned about Margie. I hardly eat anything she eats. Oh my god, I eat that. That it, was a some good, of it's okay, but I don't know. She, she's, I don't. It's good, but I just. I it's, would eat. I would eat that as a meal. I could sit down. She and eat. eats like health pizza, like four or five days a week, which is really good. It is. I mean, but see, I eat I, some of it, but yeah. But see, I can eat the same thing five times too. It don't matter. She always. T- I can tell you though, she takes care of me because she's always making me some kind of special meal. So. So I can eat stuff. I mean, I can eat it warm, eat it cold. And it's like yep. a different meal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So did you guys watch the Super Bowl? We did. It I was. did. Yeah. Watch good first one I've watched in three years. Best best Super Bowl probably in a long time. It was. It was a good game. Yeah. yeah. It reminds me of the last time the Bengals were in the Super yeah. Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Right down to the dang last minute. Yeah. So unfortunately, the Bengals didn't pull it out, but yeah. it was an excellent game. It was. Yes. So a, yeah, third quarter pass sort of like drew, took them backwards there. But. So there's a couple things that stood out in the pregame, and actually the national anthem, and and Mary's in the other room. But, I, I called this out. So they're doing the national anthem, of course. They introduced the singer that's going to sing and a person that's going to sign it as well. Right. Okay. So you get, you would think, you know, the person that's going to sign it, that's for people who, who can't hear very right. well. And there's people probably watching it on TV. Probably some of them won't be able to hear. Right. You literally only saw this person during the national anthem, ten seconds. You're right. In two five second spots. I said the same yeah. thing to Margie, and I said, "What could they do that? No one's I'm watching like, her. She well, should be in a corner of the screen the yes. entire right. time." Yes. But you know, the guy up on the very night, nosebleed seats, who was who's deaf, they they were watching. They could watch. That it. was what That's it was right. for. Yeah. It's I said that to her during the game. I was like, "Why would they announce that and then not display her? Check the box. Check yeah. the box. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, I mean, but the idea is in years right. past, they would display right. the person doing the signing. Always in the corner. In the corner. Or next to the person singing. I mean, and that, and that was just. Yeah, or side by side to the singer. Right. Right. You know, what, oh. what amazed me is I, I'm sorry, I didn't know that girl. They said country singer, blah, blah. And I'm like, who? Yeah, she's actually got some songs. And she's I think very good. Part of it is we. I don't listen to music much as, as right. I used to. Yeah, I don't I'm listen to So here. I don't, I'm not up. Well, I don't listen to modern country yeah. either, so yeah. that's why. But yeah, there's a new country singer, male country singer. I don't even know his name, but it was like, oh, he's like wonderful. I'm like, I don't even know who he. 
Morgan somebody or something like that. Oh, Morgan Whalen. Yeah. yeah. Is that who it is? Like, yeah. I don't even know who he is. He got in a little trouble last year. Yeah. 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 yeah Ryan. He's, he's back. All, he's back though. And he's, well, he's out making a name for himself. Yeah. 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 Ryan from Texas sends me some. Yeah. Singers. We all know the negative, yeah. negative uh, publicity. Yeah. We just publicity, right? <laughs> but yeah, my, Ryan from Texas sends me up some names every once in a while. Some guys that are right. groups or whatever country singers that are big in the south east or southwest. And then every once in a while they'll make it mainstream. But there's some really good artists out there that you just never hear there's a lot out there that's great singers yes so what you guys and we're going to show our age here what you think of the halftime show Ugh. Ugh. well you know i didn't watch it right so <laughs> i yeah i can say uh, yeah. i watched a minute or two of it i was like well it, and it, it is the it's the age thing so it is uh people under the age of 20 was like i, I saw this and it is true i under the age of 20, we're like, who the heck are these people? Right, right. Who's the old people on the stage? Right. People, you know, uh, 20 to 30 are like, oh, I remember some of these songs. Right. People from 30 to 50 were like, yes. Right. Yes. Oh, it was. It was. Anybody over 50 was a, what the heck was that? Right. And that's our age group. So that's, it just no. wasn't our genre of music. No. Well, you see, I had a strategy. I watched the first half of the game with some friends and the strategy was to drive home during halftime be home to watch the second half and then and could, avoid it all and i'd be home when the game was over and i could just lay my head down and go to sleep how'd that work out worked out real well there you go you don't want to know alan well dody was holding a screw and winking at Dwayne, so i can put two and two together so is that who, who is that group over there alan <laughs> Uh, and we're cutting the show short because Dwayne and Doty got to go. <laughs> That's table 12. Get a little out of hand. Yeah, Dwayne, already. Early. Dwayne, you guys still got any of that cheesecake left? Yes, I do, actually. Oh, yeah. There's a piece of cheesecake. I didn't get no comments with my early morning text. I seen that, and I thought, they must have had some good stuff last night. And I didn't reply back. I thought, I'm not replying back to that text. Well, message. if you don't know what he, he's talking about, our listeners sure don't. Oh, no. We'll just right. leave it at that. We'll, we'll just that. leave it at that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway. So Super Bowl didn't turn out the way we wanted it to, but it was a That's fun a game. game. A fun game. game. Yes, it was. So that last play, I don't know if you guys realize, Jamar Chase was wide open. Yes. yes the defender had fallen down. If Burrow would have had time, oh. that would have been a game. A second and a half more. Yeah. That's all he needed. So they definitely – they do nothing more this year. They need to get that line taken get that care line of. closed up, man. Because yeah. they have everything else. They yeah. do. They really do. And, uh, and a lot of it yeah. is coming what was back. What did you get, sacked nine times? Yeah, and a lot yeah. of it I, – I don't care – what team it is when you got Aaron Donald coming at you like yeah. that? Oh. I mean, they took care of him the first half. They peeled the center off to help with him, but then, then you well, can the Rams just, made adjustments, and then yeah, the Rams we couldn't the, compensate. The for Rams him. adjusted and sent him from the outside to the inside, and the Bengals didn't adjust to well, it. Between or didn't him have his, an adjustment yeah, between so. him and his partner, they were ready to go because they're one can't. What he retired, the other what's his name uh, retired after this year, so he had a point to prove. So yeah, they did great. But I was, I mean, I think for the. Bengals O line for what they did the for whole first half they did great. I mean you got nothing to but commend them there and the 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 coaching I blame it on the coaching didn't have a plan for the adjustments that the Rams made. So well, that's would, their fault. Well, how would you know they were going to make an adjustment? I well, mean, but I mean they came in that, from that first half they they had a they had it figured out right. And then the second half the Rams made an adjustment and the Bengals yeah. never you know could catch up to it. Right. You know what I have to I I feel like Joe Burrow's because he. He just has this air about him of confidence. 
that I mean, he even just the way he dresses. So have you seen some of just, the stuff during oh. the game? He was mic'd up during the game. Yeah. So he was oh, going he, up to defenders and saying, <laughs> "Hey, hey, I'm Joe. Pleased to meet right. you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, man, I love watching you. Yeah, I, I, I grew up watching, watching you. Yeah, I grew yeah. up watching you. Had, you know, had to make them guys go." God dang, I'm old. Yes. <laughs> and the other thing that was funny, during a halftime show, yeah. our kicker stayed out on the field. So you could watch, watch it. Money man. I w- it wasn't anything they were going to coach him at halftime right. for. So. No, I'll tell you what, they're, they're, they got some energy there. If they can harness that energy and keep it going. I think really they will. Yeah. Head coach just signed a three-year extension. He did. So Zach Taylor Five? is there to say. I thought he's yeah. the 28. Or no, well, that's, he that's signed UC. a three-year extension. Extension, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. UC is the 28. Yeah, so. so. Yeah, I think they've, there's a lot of promise ahead, um, and it, it, it's going to be exciting now, to see what the next year. I may be wrong, be. but didn't the coach come from the from the Rams? Yeah, you know, Rams, right? Yeah. He was the offensive coordinator for the Rams. Yeah. Right? No, he was a wide receiver. Okay, yeah. that's risky. Okay, yeah. I knew he had something. To do with yep, the Rams. he came from the Rams. That's awesome. Pretty cool. Pretty good. Super Bowl commercials. Fun so, time. Last year they were pretty. They really stunk the last yeah. couple years. Yeah, last couple years. Ago. But I thought this year there were some good ones. What did you guys think? Definitely. Yeah, there were a few good ones in there. Yeah, definitely better than the past couple of years, but still not still not the 80s. No, right. <laughs> yeah, there's something about what they did in the 80s and early 90s. It just Bud. Wise. Sir. <laughs> so, favorite commercial, Dwayne? Jeff, go ahead. I got to think of it. I, I, I can't think of the actor in it. Well... No, my favorite ones were, were the Peyton Manning commercials in the bowling alley. Uh, yeah. The bowling alley, bowling yeah. With all the athletes. And what was that, Bud? Uh, got a Budweiser seltzer or something? Yeah, some drink so, that we never drink, but yeah. Right. yeah. But, but, I, yeah. but I like the commercial. Ruben? Uh, I have to say Dr. Evil. I think he was, that was probably one of my favorite ones. I <laughs> think the typical Mike Myers. It was Myers cool. They was got great. everybody back for they that. They did. They thought that was a good commercial. That's pretty cool. But there was a couple good ones, yeah. And I like the um, – the Alexis Alexa commercial. Oh, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett and her Johansson. Husband. And yeah. her husband. That was really good. good. I'd seen the preview of that a couple of weeks ago. That's good. Well, half, was a lot good. of these were out prior yeah. to the Super Bowl. Which, yeah. yeah. I think they were uh, making some hype before the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah, trying to build it up. So, my favorite one was the one with Eugene Levy in it. Oh, that's great. That was awesome. Yeah. He, he was in it. Um, Brie Larson was in it. Dave Batista. Batista, yeah. I mean, uh, so Eugene is the most bland character, and, and that's oh, yeah. the character yeah. he's played his whole life. Yes. Right. And then all of a sudden, he's an action <laughs> hero. He's the, he's the Fabio look. <laughs> yeah. I, I like the Zeus commercials with Schwarzenegger as yeah. well. There were a couple of those. Yeah, those are pretty funny. So, Dwayne, Guy Fierro. Guy Fierro. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty funny because I like watching his show. He's He is a great character. He's real. Yeah, he's real, but, I mean, he's just funny. And then when they did that commercial, that's just too funny. Because it's hard to believe. I mean, who, we were just like, who would have thought, you know, making a food food show would turn you into what a star, a mega star, where you're in a star right. of a Super Bowl commercial. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. Food shows have made a lot of stars. They have. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's. I guess it's because yeah, of The Anthony Bourdain show, I mean, if you go back and see what his history was in the past and where he came that's a that's a, a true statement there, and that was a whole yeah. different world of food. Sure, yeah. you know because his was it was a definitely different world. Yeah. yeah, yeah, literally, yeah. And then you go to the Martha Stewart, the you know the proper stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. but now she's hanging with Snoop. So yeah. <laughs> the Stubby commercial, the Bic Lighter Stubby commercial. If you watch that and read into all that, they're talking about lighting joints with the Stubby uh, yeah. Bic Lighter. Right. <laughs> Pretty hilarious, but it's all good. All good. 
So we're going to take a short break, hear from our sponsors, and when we come back, Phil from Texas made some pastrami. He wants everybody pastrami. to try. Oh, I see some shrink wrap meat. Yeah, yeah. Pastrami. So we'll right. take a short break. We'll be right back. Our friends at the Batesville Liquor Co. have some breaking news. Rocky Boyman, Super Bowl champion, former captain of the Notre Dame football team, sportscaster and all-around great guy will be at Batesville Liquor Co. on February 25th, starting at 6 o'clock, signing his new book. And guess what? Cross the Line 1524 will be there doing a podcast as well. It all happens at Batesville Liquor Co. Guess what? They've got some new barrel picks. That's right. You like 1792? Guess what? They got their single barrel pick in. It's good stuff. The Yellowstone barrel pick that we did with them, they're just about out. They're down to just a couple cases. In fact, we were there last night and picked a couple up. There's not many left. Batesville Liquor Co. They've got anything you would like. They got bourbons. They've got whiskeys. They've got Irish whiskeys. They've got wines. They've got beers. They've got liqueurs. It's all good stuff. Go check them out. There's a couple other whiskeys that I'm going to recommend. Grab a bottle of the Long Branch. That's Matthew McConaughey's bourbon in conjunction with wild turkey. Some good stuff. It's oak and Texas mesquite charcoal refined bourbon. Great stuff. Several podcasts ago, we talked about John Rich and his whiskey. Batesville Liquor Co.'s got it. Redneck Riviera Whiskey. Go give it a try. And last but not least, this bourbon my wife picked out. The Burning Chair. It's a California bourbon gonna have to go check it out we're gonna check it out we think it's some good stuff that's batesville liquor co located at 315 shopping village in batesville indiana or check them out at tebby liquors located in brookville indiana tell them the cross the line 1524 crew sent you gilman home centers with 14 locations in indiana and ohio is your one-stop shop for all your ice melt needs they got you covered. We got snowy weather. They got shovels. They've got ice melt. They've got it all there. Do you have a wood pellet stove by any chance? Somerset Wood Pellets. Some of the best wood pellets on the market. In fact, I'll say they are the best since I use them. Gilman Home Centers. That's all they have. Somerset Wood Pellets. Gilman Home Centers. You can check them out on the web at gilmanshomecenter.com for the nearest location to you. Looking for a Heisen side-by-side or ATV? How about a youth model Tau-Tau quad or dirt bike? Stop by Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com for the latest inventory. We are the Tri-State's largest Heisen and Tau-Tau sales and service center with a large selection in stock all the time. Don't shop the other guys who just want you to leave a deposit and maybe you'll get a side-by-side sometime this year. We've got plenty in stock all the time. Hoosier Power Sports at 7892 Schumann Road in St. Leon, Indiana, or visit our website at HoosierPowerSports.com. All right, we're back here with Cross the Line 1524, and we just got done doing a little tasting off air of yeah. uh, Mike Rose Tennessee Whiskey. So tell us about it, Dwayne. Well, this is uh, Noble Tennessee Whiskey. Uh, this is from Micro and Micro Works. Um, got together and put this out. A uh, portion of the proceeds help fund the micro micro works project. Um, if people don't know what it is, go look it up. I'll briefly say it. It's a scholarship program 
based on the trades industries, basically. Um, you have to sign a work pledge if you want one of the scholarships, but they're focused mainly on people going into the trades industries, whereas majority of the other scholarships in the world all focus on four-year degrees, which we are well have plenty of. We need more trade degrees um, to help fill those jobs. So um, that's where this uh, blended whiskey comes from. Um, Tennessee whiskey. Tennessee whiskey, yes. And and I listen to Micro a lot, so I learned a little bit about it. And uh, his grandfather, he always wanted to bring his grandfather into the show somehow or, or show appreciation for what his grandfather did because that's kind of was the beginning or his uh, inspiration for the micro work so his grandfather was carl noble and uh this is what um this is blended for i guess is to honor his grandfather and, and dedicated to all the other work hard-working men and women who do the kind of jobs that make civilized life possible for the rest of us so um thank you micro um i try to support few of the things that Mike Rose does I've gotten you know donated to his project because uh, my business is in the trades and we are always looking for people so uh, if I can gain something out of it on top of it it's a win-win salute salute good deal so Mike Rowe, thank you so Phil from Texas is here there you go and hey, he made some homemade pastrami he wants us to try it. awesome oh, yeah. I guess we're gonna be guinea pigs so this is uh, well, me and Blake. Oh, yeah. Me and Blake ate half a pound of it on the way to work. So it must so. have turned out. <laughs> He's still don't, yeah, that's still so. alive. So is this uh, is this beef or is this from that goose hunting you were doing? Yeah, see, we're giving now secrets away. Oh, good. oh damn! I, damn, I, can, I can't go in. I got all over that man. That is good stuff. That's good. I like that. So as it's peppered just right. I yeah. Like that. As Jeff get kind of guessed, Phil's been doing this some goose hunting. Absolutely Canadian goose. All right. Which does not taste is that what like that goose. is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's have, delicious. You, have you eaten Canadian goose before? I bet goose is yeah. crazy and it I don't like it. It doesn't taste like that, does it? No. No, that's, that's good. good. That's good. So I actually followed a recipe from Meat Eater. So he's got a podcast and he does quite a few different things with hunting and as well as cooking and kind of just that living outdoors life and you know harvesting game what you do with it different ways to cook it and he had this recipe for pastrami with canadian goose and yeah just so happened you can you can talk to anyone and a lot of people will tell you canadian goose they'll tell you it's unedible it's not that's that's some good stuff and that is the best way i've ever had it he was slicing it last night i walk in uh he was down in the, the barn kitchen and I, I walk in there, there, and he goes, you want to try a piece of this? I'm like, sure. I'm like, holy crap, that's, that's good. That's good. It's a little peppery for me, but on a sandwich? Well, that was the end. Yeah, I was going to say, this bag here is actually, it's all the ends and stuff that didn't get cut perfectly right. I've got. <laughs> he gave us the junk pieces. We got the yeah. crap. <laughs> I'll snack on this the, all night. Take yeah. it to the drunks this, and the speakeasy. This, this stuff is heavily peppered. And when that's I first good. started slicing, I had, like, some thicker slices. That's kind of what's in here, too. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to dial this down. And I got to shaving it real thin. Oh, man. But, it's killer. It but even that with all the pepper on a sandwich or something, a little man, a little man in oh, a miracle yeah. whip on there. That's good. That's some horseradish. Or, or that oh, yeah, horseradish. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. But that tastes nothing like what I would expect a goose to taste yeah. like. It and tastes the, like a beef. Oh, yeah. 
And that's what you can already tell. Actually, it looks as he's slicing it, it looks like beef. Well, and it, even in this bag, I thought it was beef. Mm-hmm. Or so I thought you had some sort of new flavor jerky we were trying for. How much? Uh, we were sampling. How much are you yielding out of a goose? Typical size goose. Well, it varies greatly. I mean, yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah. So, goose season just ended actually. So that was uh, the Super Bowl. Actually, was the last day of goose season. So we went Saturday and we shot seven, uh, <coughs> and I took three of them. So I had three geese, and I basically just I skinned them. I didn't pluck goose feathers, and that's what most people you talk to that hunt geese right. are not going to be plucking feathers. I mean, that is it's a lot of work, and you're not going to get that much more out of it. You're so they're just breast, right? Yeah, breast, and then it's a there's a tender too. But yeah. how I some people say you got to go in there and separate it, but I take it all in one go, skin them. It's easy. Um, Basically, so, a two picker, two picker pull. Just pop the whole breast off, and pretty yep, well, yeah. Much, yeah. Yep, goose. It makes it easy. You go in there, just yep. cut right up the, right up the center there, and then pull your breast meat out. It's pretty easy. So Ooh, then, then you marinated it, then smoked it. So I, I did cure. So it got cured for three days. So I mixed a cure. I just used Morton's Quick Cure, and then a variety of spices, and then it was in there for three days. I had it in the fridge. I vacuum sealed it in the cure and turned it over each day. And then basically I took it out, rinsed all the cure off of it, let it soak in the fridge and some water. It draws some more of the salt out. And then I put a rub on it, put it on the smoker. It took about an hour and a half. So you got this recipe from a guy <clears throat> a guy like online or something that yeah. does a lot of this? What was, what's his name? I can't think can't of his remember. name off the top of my head. He does know. a... It's called the Meat Eater Podcast. And yeah, so I have to let my son know. Out yeah, he's done a, he does a variety of stuff. Yeah. There, right, there's good. a good example of a of a of a fowl that doesn't get used and consumed up a lot that there's a, a surplus of. Oh, there is more Canadian geese right. now than oh there's ever been. Right, and right yeah. now that's I'll tell you what, that's a good product. I you could Oh yeah. That is a solid product that you could sell periodically or just, seasonal. Or vacuum yeah, seal that, put big. it in the freezer well, put it in the freezer. Right. Yeah. I mean selling it's a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah, you can't because of yeah, well, USDA. But even with that, if you're talking about just for your family consumption and stuff, right. and being able to bag it up and stuff for me, oh, that's great. Vacuum seal it by the bag like that. And, and we're just taking the small pieces. I mean, yep. we're not even getting the full fillets of it. Yeah, so. We're getting oh, yeah. the crap. <laughs> that's good crap. It's yeah. good it, crap. It is some good stuff too. I mean, yeah. So Stephen Ranella, yeah. Stephen Ranella. So that's uh, that's something he does with all kind of wild game. Uh, so yeah, so if any of our there. listeners are out there like that kind of stuff. Try it out. Check hey, out his podcast. Yeah, if, yeah. if you ever want to make pepper light up, put a little Tennessee whiskey on top of it. <laughs> wow. That'll liquid it right up, brother. Man, that, that wakes Burning up the pepper. It. Holy smokes. Oh, wow. So I, I failed to mention, so we did our podcast last week about the different things from every state. And so Kerrig uh, messaged us uh, talking about potato chips a little bit. And he loved when we were talking about the Pringles and shooting them out of the cans and golf yeah. balls or tennis balls and tennis stuff. Balls, yeah. But he sent me a link to a book. It's the a much like it's amazing. Much like bourbon, potato chips have a storied history that go links to the mob, uh, heavy handed tactics. And there's a book about it. I'm going to get the book and cool. read it. Yeah. It's pretty wild. Uh, I mean, the excerpts I read of it. I mean, that's why these. There's not many small companies around anymore. In the 90s, yeah. uh, they were really heavy-handed by other larger and companies. We have two large, what, we got Grippos and Husbands here in Cincinnati, so that's yeah. big still locals. Got, still got Grippos around. Grippos. I don't think Husbands is around anymore. No, I think, oh, they're not? I okay. 
I don't think it's local anymore. Yeah. Grippo's is the only so one. So it used to be Husband's made Kroger's chips as well. Yeah. Same exact chip. So my uncle was a Husband's delivery guy. Right. So he would be stocking the shelves at Kroger's. Husband's here. Kroger's here. Same exact chip. Kroger's would be running a sale about half the price of Husband's. And he'd be stocking them, and people would be coming getting Husband's. And yeah. he'd say, he'd go, ma'am, uh, these these Kroger chips are the same exact chip, and they're on sale. He said he didn't know how many times people would say, you're crazy. It's not the same chip. <laughs> Here's the man picking them up from Husband's, <laughs> from, husbands. from the factory, <laughs> putting them on the shelves. Well, that just shows you what marketing does. Yeah. Right, you know, right, when, right. Market, when marketing is done correctly... You yep. win the customer just by your Remember name. the big tins you used to be oh, able yeah. to get? Oh, yeah. yeah. Party tins? Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Changed a bunch. Actually, my, there's probably one of them sitting in my mom's house basement somewhere. Yeah, that brand recognition goes a long way. Right. It does. It does. It really does. So has anybody been watching the Olympics? Olympics been going on. So, very little. Uh, very I know little. Uh, um, Gepper from then Lawrenceburg yeah. won the silver, and the, uh, the other guy from Lawrenceburg won the gold. Yeah, he, I don't think he's originally that other guy. I don't so think he's originally from Lawrenceburg. I think he couldn't remember his name. Yeah, um, what was his event? I can't remember. Same as same thing as Nick. Well, he oh. he won gold though in a different one. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was he, a team. It was, it was a, a team, team event. Yeah. It was yeah. like a three person. It was a freestyle yeah. something yeah. team event, and it was mixed. Yeah. It was a mixed mixed team. team. Yeah. Bumgarner, no, thing. that was the guy that won the. But that that Bumgarner thing, that was cool. That was a good story. So forty years old. Yeah, messed up, messed up during the singles competition. Yeah. Now they have mixed competition, right? Which is uh, a guy and a girl, yeah. and uh, he won at the end, and she was very strong. Yeah. And uh, he would, I thought, was going to be the wink link. He ended up making the pass for the win. In the air, yeah, snowboarding. I mean, it was fun it's, to watch. Uh, was it slaloms or slopes, mixed slope slopes or something? Slope yeah. style it was a new event. I never seen. Yeah. It. I've never paid attention. There was a bunch that. of events I had never seen yeah. before. So, but it was really good. And I, yeah, that was a that was a good Olympic story to see him because he's he was very emotional. When they were talking to him. He's like, man, you know, I'm 40 years old. I don't have many more shots, and I've let people well, he, down. He and, was very emotional oh, after Shonafil. Yeah. S-C-H- the local guy, Schoenfeld. Schoenfeld. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was a good story, the Bumgarner. You know what I like about that is uh, both Gepper and Schoenfeld, both these guys go to the Olympics from the little Indiana homemade snow mountain that made out here in yeah. Southeastern What's Indiana. funny, though, then the one announcer says, Yeah, Nick Gepper from Lawrenceburg, Indiana, there's not, not many snow slopes there. I'm like, You obviously don't know <laughs> that there's a snow slope here. Yes. One of the biggest businesses around. So. Yeah, I didn't really watch too too many events. I've watched any. Uh, I watched Sean White. Um, you know, it was his last run, so it's yeah. amazing. It was good. That, to, it was good. Yeah, you know, they was, showed the progression from him. Yeah, you know, as a long it looked yeah. like Carrot Top when he first right. started. Yeah, yeah. he did. Remember that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Re, I mean, you know, he he really made that sport what it is. And, yeah, and it was you know so I, so yeah, I got interested when he was making his last run in the finals of that. He, he came in fourth, but that's that's all right. Not bad yeah. for an old man. Uh, yeah, bad for an old man. Yeah, what's he in forties? I think he yeah. just turned 39 yeah. or 42. So I don't want to flip out of the bed, let alone flip off a mountain. <laughs> well, I've fallen off the bed a couple of times, so I can't imagine. <laughs> so they're being held in China. So, you know, there's some mixed rea- – you know, part of me is like we shouldn't even be over there. I agree. Um, right. 
But then you're penalizing the athletes who have worked their whole lives for this one yeah, shot. Yeah, but the, the backside of that is you're praising a, a genocidal right. country. Right. right, I know. That. So that's, it's, yeah. that's, I know it's tough. It's tough. The other thing that's kind of left a black mark on the Olympics is, is the doping scandal. Yeah, so man. first of all, uh, there is no Russian team there. Yeah, I saw that. So there's a reason for that. Yeah. Anybody know the reason? Yeah, because they were banned from the Olympics. <laughs> so they're they're allowing them to to compete. So originally right? they were no, it's a different no, name. So originally they were banned for four years for doping. There was a whistleblower on the team. Yeah, called them all out. So they shortened it to two years, and during that they can put together. A team of athletes can be put together, not sponsored by Russia. Yeah. It's called the Russian Olympic Committee, or ROC for short. Um, Yet they have no money, but they're funded. I think think that was the same in the Summer Olympics. It was. It was. was. So that's because in 2017, the International Olympic Committee suspended Russia um, for cheating. Yeah. Quite honestly, cheating is what they did. So here we are. The ROC, you know, comes from a country that's been banned from competing for cheating, doping. And you have a 15-year-old girl figure skater that tests positive. That would happen to any place else. And the rules are very clear. You test positive, you can't compete. You're out. All of a sudden, she gets to stay in. Right. So her uh, defense is well. The it, it's a heart medicine that yeah, but it's a performance heart medicine. Right. So well, uh, my grandpa takes that. It must have got my stuff got mixed up next uh, to his. Uh, yeah. However, she tested positive for two drugs. Yeah. Get it out of here. She yeah. tested positive for a banned heart medication. <clears throat> they only released the results last week because she's underage this this is the whole thing here it's just a, so yeah. she's underage she's she was now as we're recording this we know that she didn't she was favored to win the gold medal yes, yes. um so the olympic committee came back and said well since she's underage uh we really can't do anything yet and she can compete but if she medals we can't hold the medal ceremony no, they weren't. No, 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 no medal ceremony whatsoever. So, that I'm. Uh, on the wor- the worst part is now is I, I saw some news clips that oh because she she, she she the pressure got to her. And what she, did and, it, w- and she blew it. I mean, she blew it but bad. She is, she she fell, she is she being managed and supervised oh, yeah. by parents and people. No, who are no she's being managed by the Russian government. Right. So the, I don't care what her they doc- say. So here's the deal with what she tested positive for. Hyproxin is a drug designed to increase oxygen flow to the heart. What do uh, Olympians need? Yeah, Oxygen to the heart. Uh, The United States Anti-Doping Agency has tried without success to get it placed on the banned list. L-carnitine, another oxygen-boosting performance enhancer, is banned if injected above certain thresholds. So here's where it gets funky. If you combined the hyproxin with 2.1 nanograms of 
trimodizine, the drug also found in her system, it's an indication that something more serious is going on. You mix those two drugs and you get super. Super. So was it one drug? Yeah, maybe. If her grandpa takes it, two drugs. The second drug her grandpa wouldn't take. Yeah. Bull crap. Right. Yeah. It's it's just a game. And it, it, what's sad is her handlers, like you said, her handlers are doing yeah, this. Right. Yeah. Here, take this. She here, has do parents, this. And she has, everybody's got handlers on her. Right. Yeah, parents, I think, in their world are gone. She just gobbled them down like M&M's, like they're handing them well, to her. Well, this is what know. you're told to take. Yeah. Right. So the, limp, the doctor for the ROC, or, or specifically the figure skating, mm-hmm. has been banned three different times from Olympic competition, being around for doping. So what the heck? So what happened last night is, you know, she fell. Right. Afterwards was distraught. She's only, break it down, she's 15 15 years years old. So her handlers, instead of consoling her, were going, what happened? Why didn't you get back up? Why didn't you do this? And it was all caught on video. Yeah. So now everybody's going, what is going on here? Well, I think the Olympic Committee needs, instead of saying what's going on here, needs to say, we screwed up. Well, yep. well, yeah, you know, I'm sorry, but the IOC is as it's corrupt a, as anyone. Uh, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Right. So, it is what it is. You know, I mean, again, you just got to kind of try to to give it to these athletes that that train and and you know train for years and years to compete at that level, and just take it for what that's worth. I mean, and enjoy it for that. And uh, so one of the, one of the things that's aside. come out of this is there. A lot of people are saying the minimum age for figure skaters needs to move up. So yeah. there's some things that young kids can do. Quads are one of them. Right. I, I don't watch it enough, but children can do quads mm-hmm. where somebody 18 and older physically yeah, because your body, their, bo- their body passes too. Yeah, too they can't much do it. To do that. Yeah. And it's it, what you have now is an unfair advantage, and that's why the, the they're pushing they're these, pushing younger these kids. young kids. Because um, they well, only got a couple years. The sad part is, is we've the Olympics has grown beyond the political means of anything. If 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 Russia wins thirty goals, okay, they win thirty goals. It has no political or power stance in the world. Russia can't win any goals, right? Yeah. But, you know, yeah, you I, know, you back in the eighties when the Romanians ruled the gymnastics things, it was all. It, but regardless of how we do it, I mean. It, the the Olympics is, is no longer a political power issue. It is a sporting event that's supposed to bring people together. No, so I, it seems like I, it, I disagree. It's but, more political well. No, I'm now. saying it should be. I'm not saying should it is. Be. I said it should be. Should be. But get away from the politicals of this nah. crap, and, and that's what makes it sad. But yeah, you, but you're not going so here, to. And here's it's just how get political worse. the Olympics are. So there's an unwritten rule that there should that any. Um, wartime activity yeah would there would be a truce or no movement during the olympic games so what's going on right now yeah. right russia's on stale but right now they're just holding. yeah they're moving into they're, moving they're into getting the everything set up yep. yeah that's a whole other podcast that we don't right. want to get into right now but right yeah. it's the games they don't have the luster that they, they had don't know before they don't. I mean, remember back in the 80s well when they were in the states i mean it was totally different, you know. Oh, yeah. was, well, that that's a whole other subject. I, I read something or listened to someone talking about it. There will never be another Olympics in a democratic state per se, or a, or a more of a free place. Because if it comes to the states again, they're going to want to reuse previous stadiums. The IOC wants build big, big new everything. Right. So the only place you can get that done is where China, 
Russia, where the government controls it all and spends the money and don't care right. who's going to pay the bill because they lose hundreds of millions of dollars. You financially, you can't do it in a free market because you're going to lose too much money. Right. So they say from now on, pretty much the Olympics will be in a eastern some kind of foreign country that we're not going to be there. Well, that we that that is more uh, government controlled country, communist. Right type country and that's just the way it's going to be because there's so much bribery jeff talked about the ioc it's just such a corrupt organization right and sadly what you're talking about room into the politics it's it's worse now than it was it's i mean ter- the 80s yeah. when the the, the the u.s olympic hockey team hockey won team. the game the 80s, yeah, right. i mean that was yeah. a boost more cold war uh, thing. Just, yeah yes. cold war more for the country right. for the u.s as a country right. than the team itself right but Today, it's even worse, even though it's probably not as recognized. I think the powers that be see it more than we do as consumers watching it because we see the BS in it and we're just kind of like, I just don't want to watch it anymore. Well, you're right. It's not I don't. Fun. It's, it's the lowest, well, it's so, the lowest viewing ever in history. So it used to be completely amateur and it's not anymore. Right. It's right. Not, right. So, yeah. and of course, that left the U.S. at a big disadvantage because when you were facing the russian hockey team essentially they were their professional i mean they were, oh yeah right, you know they were taken care of by they the were the government. stanley cup team right they were they were the, <laughs> right and yeah you know, if you remember uh you know cuba too you know right. in the summer olympics and their boxers i mean right you know um compared to the a- actual amateur boxers of the u.s right i mean these guys were just yeah, jamaican bobsled against the united states right well you <laughs> so, know I mean, this was, was the first year in 30 yeah. some yeah. years that there was a jamaican bobsled there was yeah. again yeah. no yeah. kid but that that was what but made that, it good well so that was a little i mean that's a little different just that a jamaican right it, it, it's, it's not bob, their it's not their profession right? right you think but, there's no snow slopes in indiana <laughs> you try jamaica yeah yeah so, so and, and it was like Jeff's saying it, you know, it was our amateurs against professionals. Right. Yeah. So it, as it soon was, as soon as as soon as they opened up for professionals, well, the dream happened, team, the dream the team dream was team yeah, showed up and they just you know they just obliterated smoked the basketball. They're like, holy cow! Right. It looked like a globetrotters playing a game, you right. know, because they were just. It was almost like they were. Yeah. So for me, I mean, it lost some of its. It did some yeah. of its allure because it. Because I mean, it made it fair for the U.S. to compete because right. really, you know, we had for years been handicapped, been been facing. We were sending our very, college kids right, over there, amateurs against their very best, right, right, right. And so that's why when the the miracle on ice when that happened, right. yeah, that was so crazy for the U.S. to be able to pull that off. That yeah. was in 1980, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Margie and I were in. Um, we were in Lake Placid, New York, uh, on tra- traveling through the area, and we went to a barbecue festival on the skate rink where they won the gold against Russia. Yeah, so you know what and you, you remember? And I remember that going, man, I remember in 1980 as a kid yeah. oh, watching that, that game, and then here I am standing on this field having barbecue right now. It was just an awesome thing yeah, for me. So, but you got to remember, is there was only a handful of those guys from that team ever ever went to the NHL? Right, right, right. right. You know? Yeah. So. But they win the Olympics, they win the gold at the That's Olympics, and change the change the yeah. against the view of the country. Yeah, right. yeah, exactly. So yeah, it is what it is, and uh, it's a shame because I always I enjoyed it all the time, and I just I had to even turn it on. Like I'm not even. Well, I enjoyed the view of the power plants behind the, the nuclear stacks behind the <laughs> behind the ski, ski jump. I'm yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, that should tell you something right there. We should there. have a Winter Olympics in a Winter Village, 
about downtown. It'd be like doing it here. Let's do them here, and we'll do them on Three Mile Island. Right. Yeah, just so they've got. My favorite sport though is the curlers. Uh, Robin, that's Robin's. Seriously, is that is that not our sport, man? Yeah, they they look like us. Give give us a mullet. (laughs) Well, that was one of the jokes. Was like that was the three dads that just wanted to go to the Olympics and couldn't figure out how to get there, so they became curlers. They were cooler sliders in the (laughs) eighties. Oh, How God. did curling get to be a sport? Oh, uh, a bunch of drunks sitting yeah. around. That's what it had to be. Guys that couldn't, they weren't physical enough. Of course, you got to be pretty physical running them brooms. <laughs> but guys that weren't physical <laughs> enough to play hockey no more, they found a bigger puck and they were drunk and they're like, "Dude, I can. I'm gonna slide it down there and hit that." That's, that's cornhole for people. <laughs> it from sounds Canada. like something with the, the, the cross the line team would do out in Allen's garage, <laughs> like. Hey, I bet I could slide that rock. Like I wonder. I wonder how much one of those things costs. We get a use. We could do that. Some curling. <laughs> I've heard they're expensive. That's like a special stone. And well, can we three D print one, Phil? <laughs> I don't think that's how that works. <laughs> Be a little too light. We can yeah, have the cross the line curling championship. <laughs> but what amazes me is the the talent though that they have the sh- way they do the brooms and change so the direction. Serious about well, pushing so the, so a big part of that is the ice that they curl on. Yeah. yeah. So the it's not just the stone the ice itself is really high tech so it's got like basically little beads of ice they like mist ice on it and so that's what when you hit it with the broom you're knocking those beads of ice down and that friction is causing them either to melt and that's how you change the direction of that stone it's it's really i mean it's so goofy but see it's how, so see how highly technical it, it is, is. It, we're just we just love a bunch of rednecks <laughs> the whole the time they're opening cans leaning in lawn chairs going hey dude how are we gonna get this by there? Well, you know, you know the other teams were all like serious, clean cut, and you had, to, you know, they had to be looking over, going, "We're getting beat by a bunch of damn dads." What the heck? That's the way it should be. That's right. I know they had that picture on Facebook today of that guy sliding that girl, and I'm thinking, that looks like a guy would show up at the barn. Well, it looks like I could use my Roomba. Yeah, yeah. There you go. So look out. But that was that was that's one of the funnest Man, story. Get, Another fun story coming out of the Olympics. Just absolutely. three dudes winning gold for the U.S. Go for it. We got to okay. figure out what a curling stone where we get one of those things. I'm sure we awesome. can. I'm sure I'm you can buy them. But I think I'm serious. I think it's a very expensive because it's a special stone and a special ground it's be to get that and everything yeah. and the weight. And, yeah, I, I could just see Jeff coming down and sliding his arm forward and letting that rock go. And, yeah. Well, baby well that's what I guess. Yeah. Little, little and, me, and me and Alan trying to stand up, sweeping the concrete. Yeah, just put the little, right little English on there. Yeah, thing. there you go. I guess it's, it's actually really hard, that curling stance that they use, because you put all your weight on your forward oh, foot, and your yeah. one foot is just up in the air. So right. you're up, up on one foot on a skate, sliding yeah, see, I with couldn't this even stone. Do that. I'd fall over on my forehead. Well, I oh, couldn't yeah. skate to start with. That'd be the first problem. They're Crazy. not skating, though, are they? Right. Well, I yeah, mean, you they're... slide. Yeah, slide. one shoe is gripping and one is a slide. So yeah. You're, yeah, you got to balance on one. Yeah. All I, right. Highly technical stuff. It is. So, hey, wait a minute. I, I Google it. It's uh, not yeah. too bad. For just $215, we can get us one. <laughs> How much is the ice going to cost, Dwayne, and where no. are we going to put it? That's I'm getting the stone. Alan's in charge of ice. Last night we could have done. Ice storm. But, yeah, I was going to exactly. say we'll go right out on the road and. Well, I yeah, think we we'll just cheat. Crazy. We ought to get us just some plastic and just poly- polyurethane <laughs> it, make it slick. Put, put some Dawn dish soap on. Yeah, there. yeah, for hillbilly. I mean, we're going to go hillbilly. That go. way we can play year round. We, no, we used to do. We used to do a water slide down a hill. Oh man, Dawn dish washing soap and a little water. 
<laughs> Dangerous. Oh, oh, wait, a complete set of 16 reconditioned used stones with handles generally runs from forty-five four thousand to $7,500. That's out of my price. Yeah, that's what I'm All right, we're out of this curling. I don't think we need, I don't <laughs> think we need wait, more. Wait, what are money. they made out of, Dwayne? Did you see what they're made it out of? It says stone. I sound very specific. We could just get a big stone, get one of those. Remember back in the day, you get the polishing thing, polish your rocks? <laughs> yeah. Polish your stone. Get a big a tumbler. 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 We'll cast them out of concrete. It'll be close enough. There you go. Hey, what's that? Get some of that pea gravel mix. That you know, kind of looks like it. Or yeah, the stuff yeah. they used to put on the floors in high schools that the floors are made oh, of. I it's a stone mix. Yeah. When they polish it up, it looks like a curling thing. Hey, how about this? How about this? You know, a summer sport of skipping stones. There you go. There you go. There you go. We can go down to the river. Summer Olympics, right? Yeah. We can go down to the white water with a cooler. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm all game for that one. Yeah. I'll be stone on that skipping. One. That's we can go up to the lake too. Drop a, <laughs> yeah. drop a fit drop a line in the water and just we can do it off the we can do it off the right. off the what the hell. Listeners, you've heard it here Boy, first. We've gone off left. We'll be hosting the twenty twenty two rock skipping competition <laughs> here in Brookville, Indiana. <laughs> make ta- make your travel plans now. Yeah, we're taking a short break. Hear from our sponsors. Well, let's see what else we can get into. We'll be right back. Did you know that beef jerky is packed with protein and is considered a healthy snack? Check out Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Beef Jerky. 100% pure beef with no fillers or additive. MSG-free and most flavors are gluten-free. If you're eating jerky that has a reddish tint to it, give us a try and see what gourmet jerky tastes like. Our cuts of meat are from the brisket, not ground up, not processed, pure 100% beef. Our flavors include maple pepper, our original lakeside brisket. We have ghost pepper flavor. We have blazing beef sriracha flavor. Gotta try our speakeasy bourbon, our campfire barbecue, and our totally teriyaki flavor. Our favorite though is our old fashioned maple bacon jerky. That's right, we have maple bacon jerky. You can find all of our jerky at all the Gilman Home Center stores throughout Indiana and Ohio at the Easy Stop Fuel Mart, State Route 46 in St. Leon, Indiana, and of course online at StangerSugarShack.com. Use discount code 1524 to receive a special 10% discount on any online order. Stanger Sugar Shack Gourmet Jerky, what jerky should be. Top Sale Hemp provides affordable CBD and hemp products that help alleviate pain and ailments due to arthritis and inflammation. According to a poll conducted by the Arthritis Foundation, 71% of all patients reported CBD improved their ability to sleep, while 67% reported improvements in their physical function. Top Sale Hemp has something for everybody, from CBD pain cream to oils and more. Find your peace and relaxation using Top Sale Hemp's proven lab-tested CBD products. They can be found at TopSaleHemp.com. Use discount code 15-24 to get your 10% discount today. Top Sale Hemp. Go check them out. Are you looking for a fun event for a fundraiser, private party, or bar and restaurant social? Then head on over to letsdoatasting.com. Certified bourbon stewards from the Stave and Thief Society help lead whiskey and bourbon tastings for your event. Your guests will learn the proper tasting techniques and how to identify flavors in the bourbon. They'll hear about the history of the bourbon and the distilleries that the tastings are coming from. It's a fun and interactive tasting event. 
You can find them at letsdoatasting.com or on Facebook at Let's Do a Tasting. Get a group together and let's do a tasting. We all know there's nothing like that taste of fresh honey. Pure as can be, all natural. Check out Hoosier Creek Farm right outside of Brookville, Indiana. You can find them on Facebook at Hoosier Creek Farm. Learn a little bit about beekeeping, what it takes to get that fresh honey. Remember, how do you know it's pure honey if you don't know the beekeeper? Hoosier Creek Farm, proud to be one of our sponsors at Cross the Line 1524. Are you tired of hearing the same old songs over and over on the radio? Every single hour, the same tune? What's well, time for something different? Check out Hometown Radio USA, the best independent music, hits from yesterday, hits from today, podcasts, and so much more. Hometown Radio USA, you can find it on the web at www.hometownradiousa.com or at the App Store or on Google Play. Hometown Radio USA, reimagining radio and coming to you in your hometown. All right, so welcome back to Cross the Line 1524. I'm Alan Stanger with... Dwayne Bischoff. Jeff Montag. Ruben Hutt. And our special guest... Phil from Texas. And our friends over at Table 12. They're rowdy tonight. Security. 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 Yeah. During the the break, we thought we were going to have to get some security. We did. I mean, well, we can't talk about all things because there could be children listening. I doubt it, but... I'm just a little question about Dodie there. Her behavior is a bit Well, she outside. keeps carrying a screw around and looking at Dwayne. That's yeah, all I can say. Bad. <laughs> Boom, Boom chicka, chicka, wow, wow. wow. <laughs> and there's oh. cheesecake in the fridge. So, <laughs> and some chocolate syrup. Whipped <laughs> 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 cream. Uh, We're going about 20, a mess. 10, yeah. 20 notches down there. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> a, little, a little too far. So a couple upcoming things. Next weekend, uh, we will be at Batesville Liquor Co. along with Rocky Boyman. Rocky Boyman. Uh, for those who don't know, Rocky, he played. He was the captain of the Notre Dame football team, yep. played for numerous teams, got a Super Bowl worrying with the Colts, and now is a broadcaster with 700 WLW and does some sports broadcasting as well. So yeah, for ESPN. Yeah, he's got yeah. a brand new book out. I'll be signing the book. We'll be doing some bourbon tasting. And we got SJ lined and that's up. On, that's on oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. So and that's on Friday, Friday, Friday February the twenty fifth. And you so I got it right this time. We've got the famous SJ at the same time. Yes. So Great. awesome. This is an opportunity. So there's there's always opportunities to there's always difficulties. So our big difficulty is SJ's not allowed in the liquor store. Right. However, they have nice big windows that we can set SJ up outside. Right. And we'll have him call in. Super. Be able to talk to Rocky. It's going to be a tight schedule because Rocky's coming apparently on Fridays. Um, his show's normally live and it's done at like 5.30. Well, we're trying to start at 5.30, so part of his show is supposed to be recorded uh, we'll see. I mean, okay. it's just and then, gonna. And then the book signing starts at six. So six. So it's gonna, it's gonna be. It's gonna right. be tight. Yeah, yeah. we're we're but, going to podcast during the whole thing. Obviously, right. uh, we'll do some tastings there. It'll be a fun time. What was the last time we were there? Baseball liquor. Well, we're we're gonna have to watch you. 
Yeah, no. Well, we just got to make sure he's not sitting by the board. I promise I'll. I promise. Well, we got. It's a little different now. We got heads, wireless headsets. Uh, We don't need the big table there, so we can actually sit at the bar. Oh, super. Be nice and relaxing. We need. We'll take our bar stools because they don't have enough, but it'll be a fun time. So, uh, Mike and Terry Gardner set that up for us. Be looking for a good time. Good. So then Saturday, on the 26th, you two got something going on, right? Actually, Friday night. Friday after night. the podcast, yeah. we're leaving. Yeah, we're leaving Friday. Um, we've yeah, got B-School on Saturday, so we'll be up in, in up Muncie. Up in Muncie, Indiana. Yep. Nice. So the Indiana Beekeepers Association puts on a B-School, probably one of the better ones in the country. I would say. Um, and I've been going there last four or five years. For our so. listeners, that's Honey Bee School. <clears throat> yes, Honey yep. Bee School. Yep. So we go up there, and there's speakers and different informational stuff all day. What what I've deduced from listening from your adventures last year and listening to you guys making reservations this year, you talk about the B-School, but it's more about the bar you're going to go have dinner at (laughs) afterwards. Well, that's the answer. Which which bar in Muncie are you go to? Because... I'm, I'm well versed this is in the a steakhouse. Mountain. It's not a bar. Oh. It's the steakhouse, right? Oh, it's right by the restaurant. It's kind of a combination, yeah. but it's a steakhouse. It's, it's a guy that owns. And, and, uh, what is he, it, Dodie? Loudies. Loudies. Loudies Steakhouse. L O U D E R. That's in Muncie? Uh, yeah, it's in Muncie. And the funny thing with the story of the steakhouse was last year we show up there. We had no idea. Hey, hey, Jeff's like, hey, let's go get something. Hey, there's a steakhouse walking distance. So we could have a drink, walk back to the hotel. We walk down there. We didn't know you needed reservations for this few hours ahead of time. So we just walk in and they're like, oh, it's a two and a half hour wait. And we're like, oh, crap, you know. And this is during COVID. So we don't know what the rules are for sitting at the bar. And the lady's like, well, you can go, you know, there's there's some seats at the bar. So we go, we go sit at the bar and uh, they finally get us four seats. Well, we finally, we, we decided, well, heck, we're going to go ahead and just eat at the bar. So the bartender was like his own little stage show. Yeah. So it's Robin, Dodie, Jeff, myself, another couple, and then two guys around the corner of the bar. Well, before the night's over, we're just having a hell of a good time. The drinks are flowing good. Jeff yeah. and I both had Long Islands. Very good. good Long Islands. Yeah, very good. And uh, we had we had our dinner at the bar. The owner of the bar come over, start telling the ladies stories, and oh, yeah. we won't get into the stories. But they're dying laughing at the end of the bar. Um, I handed out some cards. We probably got a couple listeners, hopefully from Pot from Muncie. So if you're listening up there, thanks for listening. We're going to be there again on Saturday night, the 26th. Um, but Dodie, we decided, hey, we know we need reservations now. So Dodie, said, I told her, I said, call up there, get us set up. So she calls up and. Talks to the, the lady, and she they say, oh, you, you need reservations? She goes, yeah, I need them for Saturday night to 26th at 630. And like, oh, okay, well, that's no problem. We can get you. <coughs> Dodie goes, can we get uh, reservations at the bar? And the lady goes, um, I don't think so. Hold on. And Dodie said she can hear in the background sound like an older gentleman go, yes, we can get reservations at the bar. They got reservations at the bar. So the girl comes back on and goes, Ma'am, you've got reservations at the bar for four, so we... That's great. <laughs> probably the only four hillbillies that make reservations to sit at the bar. We're just hoping that they have the same bartender. But you go for the entertainment, not just... Right? We go for the evening. Yeah, just right. Yeah, and, it, and we had a blast. Oh, yeah. It was just one of those nights you fall sure. into something, you know, what? And, yeah. and totally unexpected, and we just had a hoot. That's awesome. Great. Well, only thing I saw from there was pictures of Jeff holding up a wrought iron fence at Fuck like. <laughs> That's all. That was on the way back. We were both feeling no pain. Yeah, that's a fact. 
And, uh, and somebody's got to hold that fence up. Somebody had to keep it from falling. Thank God it was only a block away. Yeah. And there was enough fence to lead down back to that Is hotel. Is that the same one that was bolted to the building? <laughs> no. <laughs> Good deal. You know, I went on one of those so, uh, B, B schools one time with you a while back, and was, I enjoyed that. That it was, was that was part of the Ohio over, B school. It was the Ohio B school. Somewhere. Yeah, it was uh, very nice. So, so this year we're making the plans again. The priority starts to become the, you know, going down to the bar and steakhouse and, <laughs> and the bar. The, <laughs> well, and then the whole thing with the uh, book signing with Rocky Boyman comes up. The, the, that, so right, we're going to right. go up Friday and we're going to have dinner up there Friday night. Well, that changed everything. Right. So Dwayne and I are like texting back and forth and saying, "You think the, think the girls are going to go for that?" <laughs> yeah. You know, so we ended up we're actually staying an extra night so we can go to the, bar, the steakhouse and the bar. Hey. Mama's happy. That's Everybody's right. Happy. That's right. So, and it was a good time. We both, Jeff and I both enjoyed it as yeah, much. So we didn't want to miss it either. It was a good time. Cool. Cool. And after a tasting and drink and, and, and driving to Muncie, dinner at 10 o'clock at Muncie wouldn't yeah, be, be good. Because yeah. yeah. B-School starts at 8 a.m., so we kind of be a rough night. Make that, a good weekend. That huh? drive to Muncie's it's not great. No, yeah. it's a boring drive. And this will be fine because when B-School's over, we usually rush home and you're kind of, uh, by the time you get home. So now we'll get rushed back, get cleaned up, go have a nice dinner, to go back, spend the night, come home Sunday morning early and just... No rush. Not, yeah, no rush. Just cool. have a nice trip home. Yeah, looking cool. forward to it. Cool. So then a couple weeks after that, uh, March... 12th. 12th is the uh, annual Indiana Maple Syrup Association sponsors uh, Maple Syrup Open House at different sugar camps. So we here at Stanger Sugar Shop will be open i'm in the midst of making syrup now uh, got a couple hundred gallons of sap last night uh phil from texas helped me get up and run through the reverse osmosis so guess what i'm doing all day tomorrow yep. <laughs> cooking you're cooking cooking away so uh once again we'll have a bunch of different vendors here uh, there's one called bischoff sunrise farms yeah they'll be here and then uh, hoosier creek farm will yeah, be here yeah that's right huh. too uh top sale hemp will be here our friend yep, gage, gage. Um, benevolent sun botanicals uh, yep. from out in metamore and then the ember lighthouse which is actually uh tina who yes. was here last year as yep. well so got a fine variety if you guys live in the, you know a 50 mile radius Come on out to Brookville, Indiana. We'll post about it on our uh, Facebook page as well so you can look at it. Uh, or just go to StangerSugarShack.com or look on Facebook for Stanger Sugar Shack. Got all the information there. So a couple good. busy, busy weeks. Yeah, it's always a good time. And get some real, fresh, local maple, maple syrup. Maple yep. syrup, maple candies, honey, honey and products. See, and, and see how it's done. Exactly. Right. I think that's the coolest part is you yes. come out here and what see. What I'm going to miss, how it's done. are you, are you going to be off right there or are you going to work? I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. Yeah, so Ruben, the last several years, has worked the evaporator for yep. me. The yep. first year I was working it, and then I didn't get to talk to anybody. Right. So no. I wrangled Ruben into it, which is awesome. I enjoy it, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm working it. So, let's see where we're at. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Well, I tell you what, it's been a, a fun night, and uh, I think we'll wrap this one up. So, for across the line, fifteen twenty four. I'm Alan Stanger with Dwayne Bischoff, Jeff Montag, Ruben Hunt, and Phil from Texas, and we'll see y'all next time. Just one drink.
me out the door. 